Ladies and gentlemen, no, I am your father, for this is a Fred Daily Productions podcast. No, I am your father. I'm your father and so is my wife. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Two quotes in one. Hey, Uh, let's cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Sweet. <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmaja. And I'm a father. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm a father, Michael Lister. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yay! Yes, through the medium of audible sound waves <laughs> going directly into your ear holes and touching yep. your brain. We're fondling your brain. Touchy, touchy. Mm. Touchy feely. <laughs> In a good kind of way? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Sorry, in the weirdest segue ever. Happy Father's Day. Yay. Yay. Weirdest weirdest transition ever. Yes, happy Father's Day from us down under to all the dads that are here, that are there, that are everywhere. We love them. And future dads. And future dads too. And even the dads. dads. (laughs) (laughs) And even... You gotta love that delay. Nah. <laughs> Who thought that we would actually be synced in with our own comments? No, <laughs> because it's the podcast that never sleeps and refuses to behave. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so, what were you saying, Ken? Fulia, uh, sorry. <laughs> I've forgotten. I mean, it is my special day, but <laughs> but you can go first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Truth comes out. Go ahead, mm. Michael. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, including the fathers that don't know that they're fathers. Mm. Yeah, I was... Oh, yeah. And I said, and the fur baby fathers. And the fur baby fathers. It's not real. It still counts. Hey. I had a fur baby. It's not real. And now, because I can judge because I got both sides of the argument. Because I have, I used to have a fur baby. And now I don't have fur babies. I have real babies. Yes. Yes. Great. Yes. So I'm speaking through experience. You would know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Should we start again? <laughs> going off the rails, going off the rails. No, we're here for it. Okay, let's <laughs> let's get into <laughs> what we've been watching this week. Uh, Fulia, what, what do you got? 
Oh, I've been doing a bit of watching this week. So um, I have now officially started my new sitcom. I've been binging my wife and kids. Hey! <laughs> She's on the Wayne train. Yes, the Wayans. Love it. Damon Wayans, to be exact. Love it. Such a good show. I used to love watching that growing up, but I'd see random episodes here and there. Now I can actually see it from start to finish, and oh my goodness. <laughs> like the first season, Claire was a different actress. Yes, that's true. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And she was like this puny little tween. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but she was good. Um, but then we moved on to the current, uh, the, the more recent of the Claire's and she's pretty cool. Claire is really, really ditzy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Junior, my gosh, the big brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm so glad I don't know anyone that acts like him. <laughs> That behaves like him. That's yeah. that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bit daft, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> That's why he deserves the smacks on the back of his head from his dad. <laughs> you know, yeah, some uh, say that's abuse, but others say yeah. it's uh, education. <laughs> um, but My Wife and Kids is such a good comedy. I'm really, really enjoying it. And I'm going to, I'm already in, like, in the in the past week, I've managed to catch up to season three, so I've <laughs> I've watched through two whole seasons, and now I'm in I'm in season three, and I think I'm like a few episodes in. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, I also watched the first three episodes of Only Murders in the Building. I was gonna ask you if you were onto that one because it's got, got two of your favorites in it. <laughs> yes, Steve Martin and Martin Short's in it, uh, also starring Selena Gomez. And it's not really a drama. It's a comedy, but it's not a situational comedy. Okay. So it's actually it's actually really cool. And, you know, it's got the whole murder mystery thing going on. And it's hilarious. <laughs> Just three random strangers that live in the same building come together because... There's a particular podcast they all they all listen to, um, and it's a murder mystery one. And so now they've decided, oh, we need to find out how this person was killed in the building, and that's and they've decided to create a podcast out of it, <laughs> of their own. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's hilarious. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> I I want more of it, but uh, I'm not sure when we're going to get the the next episodes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so it's episodic. I think so. Yeah. Cool. It's episodic, but um, so far they're still on the same murder they're trying to they're trying to solve. They're still on the one murder at the moment, um, and a lot of things have been like have been divulged to the audience. Like the main, the other characters don't actually know that one of the characters actually knows the person that got killed. So I'm not going to go too far into it. No, no Please watch it. Please watch it. It's actually really good. Um, I really enjoy it. 
And yeah, if you like Steve Martin and Martin Short, you'll enjoy their humor as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like yeah, just the first th- first three episodes have dropped. Yeah, so far. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if they're are gonna. It's gonna be like a whole season going on because unless it's just Disney's like, here you go, have three episodes. Oh yeah, according to IMDb, there's gonna be ten episodes in the first season. So there you go. Okay, cool. Can't wait for the rest then. Sweet. <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, I also just for for funsies decided to watch the first episode of Doug Days, um, which <laughs> which is the, you know, Doug the dog from Up <laughs> and with Carl as well that also features Russell. And they're only like 12-minute episodes and there's five episodes already up. And the ha, first episode I up. watched. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't help myself, sorry. <laughs> and um, so far we find out that Doug is very good at pretending to obey. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, it's um it's very it's very cute and just, you know, Doug being Doug. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, movies that I've seen this week, uh, I decided that I this weekend I would have some some movie watching, and I watched Coco because my goodness, that movie is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, made me blubbery cry by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also watched The Greatest Showman as well because I haven't watched it in such a long time. So I was like, I need to watch it again. And I watched it in the Discord with Yay. some friends. Oh, oh, oh. boom! <laughs> <laughs> nice. I forgot how cool it was, and I watched it. And every time I hear those songs, I still get chills. They're so good. I love them because mm-hmm. I remember I've memorized the whole soundtrack, and I've only seen the movie like once or twice. <laughs> Do you want good. me to ruin it for you? No. <laughs> well, don't read up on history then. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I think I know about the history. I've just I've chosen to forget it. <laughs> Two words: creative license. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty much been my week of watchings, Michael. Yes. What have you been watching? Well, nothing too um, spectacular. Um, it started off with, uh, of course, what if and and. Later on down the track, we'll talk about that. So that definitely put me in the in the right headspace of what my week was going to be. So, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Michael wasn't really that happy this week. Uh, anyway, um, uh, me and the wife, uh, of course, my wife is not doing her um, Arvo job. Which is delivering pizzas and that, so so we're having a lot of more um, date movie nights, which is cool. So we get to um, choose one for each other, and and I decided, you know, I haven't really seen Die Hard, so I watched Die Hard. Oh, sweet! Yeah, and yeah, I can see the appeal. I mean, I mean, it's 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 damn fabulous. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it is great in all its cheese, and yeah, um, and 
I do like the um, the sort of fan theory that Die Hard, the Die Hard um, franchise, is actually in the same universe as uh, Ghostbusters, with uh, with um, uh, the cop being the same cop and playing a cop in in a in a in a Ghostbusters who who's an unnamed cop, so you can just add you just add to to the conclusion that it's the same cop. As, yeah. And so there's ghosts in Die Hard. So, <laughs> so Hans Gruber is back, but he's a, but he's a big scary ghost. <laughs> and also, the guy who actually plays Walter Peck is in it as well. Yeah, he is in in Die Hard, isn't? I think he's a reporter. Yeah, yeah. So you could say that um, Walter Peck actually quit his job, uh, and he became a reporter in in LA. <laughs> so, yeah, and he's an asshole in that one as well. So yeah, it matches. Yeah, and he gets he gets shat on in that one too at the end. <laughs> yeah, well, he gets he gets absolutely bitch slapped. Yeah, how dare so you? Funny. How dare you interview my my kids while we're while we're trying to tackle a, a terrorist attack on a tower. Yep. That aged well. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So I don't know if I'm going to uh, watch the other ones because they sort of go downhill from there. But, you know, I I haven't seen them, so I'll pro- probably start watching them, maybe. Um, yeah, watch Die Hard which was cool, uh, and of course today being Father's Day, uh, a new Bluey episode came out, so, you know, me me as a as a dad, I really like the Bluey. Um, Bluey's epi- great. Yeah, Bluey episodes, and they did a Father's Day sort of special one that they released today, and it's called Perfect, and it's, it's how not to strive to be perfect, just to be as good as you can be, so good messaging as well. And funny enough, they actually snuck in some references about uh, vasectomy as well. So that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I'm not joking. Uh, <laughs> and that that was pretty cool. Uh, and it sort of got me oh, bit bit you know melancholy and all that. Um, <laughs> and also, um, Amazon Prime was doing a thing because uh, doing a thing. Uh, that a new um, Neo Genesis movie was uh, came out like not too long ago, like a couple of weeks ago, which is an anime that that I that I've seen. It's probably like one of the only animes that I've seen. So 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 um, I've seen the uh, uh, TV show, and I saw the movie that came out in '98, I think, and I had no idea that they did like a like. Uh, a rebooted version during during the two thousands, uh, and so I've been watching those those movies as well. So so I've been getting into them, and uh, and they're and they're pretty cool. I mean, bit bit emotionally heavy for for a, uh, for for a good viewing when you when your mental health isn't that crash hot. So. Definitely a warning on that, but it's pretty good. Um, I'm up to the second last movie before the new one that got released, so I might finish the rest of them next week, and I'll probably talk more about it then. Uh, Fulia, do you know? Because you know anime and crap. Do you do you know um, uh, Evangelion? The sort of. <laughs> 
I know the one you're talking about, but no, I haven't watched that one. Oh, okay. So yeah. so we can't really compare notes in that. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got school kids in it, so, you know, it's a bit cheery in that that respect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a bit heavy, heavy you know. It's probably, it's probably one of those that you probably wouldn't particularly get into, so. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and... And what's really funny is um, the the TV show ends and the the movie is is the same thing except the ending's different, like way way different. And and the series of movies called Rebuild is is heading towards a more more different sort of story that they're going for. So and yeah. I mean, and I thought Doctor Who was convoluted as at the best of times. Even this one has different sort of endings and that. So it's sort of choose your own favorite ending. So I haven't really chosen a favorite, but I don't think that's the that's the aim of the game. So yeah, so maybe maybe I should try some something a bit more lighthearted, like Cowboy Bebop, because I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> yeah, they're making a live action movie of that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of hubbub about about the female character not wearing the 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 proper costume, even though the costume's pretty much um, tissue paper underwear. Very skimpy. Yeah, and she's supposed <laughs> to be like fighting in that in that. So yeah, because that's practical. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kendall, do you wear practical clothes at at op- opportune moments? <laughs> I like to think so. Yeah. Yeah, I like to think so. But yeah. it'd, be ni- it'd be nice if I could wear trackies to work sometimes, especially while we're shut. But why not? Nah. We we nah. do. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why <laughs> I not? Bo- I box myself into a corner. I don't actually <laughs> own a pair of track pants. Oh, <laughs> see, that's your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, I, I just haven't bought any in a long time, so I just don't have. What kind of a woman in their thirties are you? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you're not a real woman in your thirties. You're lying. I did not say that. (laughs) (laughs) I would not say that. I dare you put put stuff in my mouth. Uh, (laughs) Words, words, words. Holy shit. Okay. Well, let me do a speed run of what I've been watching and then we'll get into the podcast proper. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what have I done? Yeah. Obviously, What If? Uh, and I have watched um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well, which is oh, just... Oh, damn. I knew I forgot something. Hey. Yeah, yeah I watched I that too. Yeah. Nice. I haven't watched it. And I'm coming to the realisation that, like, I'm just... I'm getting... Every episode that comes out is just making me sadder and sadder about the fact that the show is ending because this season is is got to be one of their best that they've done, I think. Just the, the quality of the writing and the quality of the jokes are pretty on point. So, yeah, we'll be very sad when that ends, but I'm loving it so much. It's going to be a really good rewatch when I get around to it one day. Um, and also some of the uh, stories as well, they're sort of ending... Ending sort of um, character, sort of development stuff, especially yes. the, especially the last. I want to say the 
the the last one that 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 was out. I think, yeah. Well, last week, not this week. I mean, last week they did the whole like uh, the final episode with Doug Judy. Yeah, yeah. Emo- Which was cool. Yeah, I was talk- talking about the uh, episode that came out this week about Boyle. Yes, and I won't mention we won't mention that with because Fully hasn't seen it yet. But it was a good episode. They were both great episodes. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good. But yeah, you're right. You're right. They're kind of bringing bringing up storylines and wrapping them up, tying up all their loose ends in really satisfying ways. So, yeah, it's only like what. Four episodes left now, or or a couple episodes left. Like it's get we're getting down to the wire. Mm. Sadly, um, but that's okay. I'm gonna cry. Uh, um, <laughs> Why are you anyway, crying about the wire? It's, it's an okay TV show. I've never seen it. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, speaking of TV shows, uh, I started a new one, even though. Yes, I'm sorry. I am still watching Will and Grace, but I'm I'm <laughs> I'm doing it very gracefully, pun intended. Just very slowly. I'm getting through it. Um, I go through phases with that show. However, there is another show that I have actually been meaning. And it's just a complete coincidence that you mentioned it last week, Mike, um, because this show I've been meaning to watch for oh, a few months. But I just didn't find the right time, and I finally did this week. And that show is The X Files. Ah, yeah, yeah. I've been starting to watch that as well. Yeah, I yeah, I started it the side of the week, and I'm almost finished season one already. I'm up to episode eighteen of ah, season one. Better, so better finish up so we can talk about it. I know. Well, I've, yeah, I'm excited. Have you finished season one already? Uh, halfway through. Halfway through. Okay. So. A very down, like, uh, I want to say four episodes, so it's still fresh. Yeah, well, it's really good. Like, it holds up pretty mm. well. Like, there's a lot of very 90s, you know, 90s-ness about it, of course. <laughs> Aesthetics. <laughs> no. yeah. Aesthetics. But, but, yeah, the storytelling, the writing, the acting, yeah, really holds up across the board, so... Um, and Fulia, you'll like this. There was one episode where and I'm going to send you the photo where there was a very young uh, Mark Shepard <laughs> in 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 the show, um, and he was playing uh, a pl- uh, the villain, of course, um, of course, of the episode, um, and uh, yeah, did a very good job, and he was just so. Bloody young, and I'm going to send you a photo right now because I want your reaction on air because <laughs> it's funny. Oh, wow. Yeah, so young, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Doesn't even look like him. I know. Fucking amazing. Yeah, I lost my fucking <laughs> shit when I saw saw that. Oh, it was, yep, fantastic. Supernatural peeps popping up because this show's filmed in Canada. Um, in Vancouver area as well. So I've also seen a few Stargate actors pop up, so I imagine I'll see more Supernatural people too down hmm. the road. But anyway, um, so yeah, it's fantastic. Loving it. Um, and then one final thing I need to mention before we move into the nerdy news uh, is that courtesy of one Michael Lister, yeah. um, I took the liberty 
<laughs> liberty being the operative word, of watching uh, The Suicide Squad. Ah. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Mike. It's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> Fell off the back of a truck. That's all it, I'm saying. Yes, it did. Fell off the back of a big-ass truck. Um, but or I a pirate should... ship. Or a pirate ship. Or a pirate ship, yes. I, I should say, look, uh, the only reason that I watched it is because uh, things are not looking very good here in terms of lockdown in, in Victoria, in Melbourne particularly. So um don't know when uh, we're actually going to be in a cinema again. So I I thought I would watch it and... Uh, at the same time, support my my cinemas by ordering Uber Eats from the cinema, and I got actual cinema popcorn and a bag of M and M's to go with my bottle of red last night. <laughs> so it was almost like I was in gold class. Um, <laughs> so still supported my cinema. So I felt you know I balanced my karma a little bit. Um, but yeah, I f- I loved it. It was great. Um, I was. The opening, whole opening sequence is fantastic. And I wasn't expecting it to go down the way it did. And I thought that was brilliant. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun moments. It's so, it's so fun. It's so hilarious. It's so gory. I love the violence. They've upped the ante completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just a big old ball of fun. And I can't wait to watch it again on the big screen eventually. Yeah. I will definitely do that. Yeah, it was a blast. So if you have the chance to go watch The Suicide Squad, and I'm sure if you're able to get to a cinema, you've probably already seen it, if you're listening to this show especially. But uh, yeah, highly recommend. It was it was amazing. I think you can buy it on Google Play now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't feel so bad then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, help, help the... Um that particular movie out because it did fail at the box office. So. Apparently, apparently it failed yeah. really bad, like bad, real bad, real bad. I'm being sarcastic. We're we're in the world where the better, the better Suicide Suicide Squad failed, and the lesser Suicide Squad won an Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> the fuck is up with that? We're in a weird fucking timeline. We we this is truly the darkest timeline. Isn't yes, where well, the ocean oh. ocean can be set on fire, and you're getting yep. booty calls from Craig Kelly. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, am I the okay. only one? <laughs> yes. Uh, so you haven't got the text yet. Cool. <laughs> no, but I've seen I've seen screen caps of it. I've been getting texts about my parcels being delivered. Yeah, yeah, in various ways of spelling. Yes, 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 and calls from Belgium. Um, <laughs> be nice if our phone providers got on top of this shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Calling Optus and 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 Telstra for the for the thousandth fucking time. Fix it anyway. Gold leader, let's wrap it up and get into the nerdy news, shall we? Yes. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. 
Alrighty, nerdy news time, and starting the nerdy news, uh, we have to get a little sad for a brief moment because we must pay our respects to uh, a very iconic actor that passed away this week, and that is Ed Asner, of course, I'm talking about, who sadly died uh, above natural causes, thankfully. Uh, at the grand old age of 91, um, which is a hell of an innings, if I do say so myself. Um, He has been a prolific actor, mostly on TV, of course, known for his uh, work on the Mary Tyler Moore show, Um, and then his many, many dips into the animated realm. He even voiced J. Jonah Jameson, on the Spider-Man animated series in the 90s um, and a bunch of other stuff. Of course, I mean, Gargoyles. I'm just going through his IMDb. He voices, voiced on Gargoyles as well, um, which is pretty cool. And Captain Planet. He was the <laughs> voice of... He was the voice of Hoggish Greedly, which is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Um, but, of course, we all know him mostly... Uh, of course, as the voice of Carl Fredrickson in Up. And I need to say something. I actually finally watched Up today um, so I could fully appreciate his legacy uh, with this movie because, um, yeah, his performance in it is fantastic. Uh, I absolutely adored adored the movie, but it made me cry so yep. much. Like... Yep. I knew the legend. I heard tales of the the, the the story of the first 15 minutes of Up and how <laughs> it basically ruins you for every other movie ever um, because it's one of the saddest beginnings to a film you'll ever see. And it's not they're not wrong. They're, they are correct about this. Um, but every time Ellie was mentioned in this movie, I just started crying. <laughs> like, it was just... <laughs> um, but... It's a yeah, it's a beautiful film, um, and again, um, Ed Asner's performances is, is just is just brilliant in it. Um, and he was also an elf too. He played Santa. Um, <laughs> the so, Santa. The Santa, the one that Will Ferrell loses his shit over. Um, yeah, so he's definitely going to be missed. That's for bloody sure. Um, Folia, do you have any thoughts on the late great Ed Asner? Uh, yeah, look, it is really sad to hear that he passed away so soon. Um, the, the show that I mentioned, uh, that I watched Doug days, he was voicing Carl again for that show. So I'm not sure whether they'll continue with that show now. Um, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I mostly, I mostly knew his voice from, from up and I've seen up once i'm not sure whether i want to see it again because of how sad it is yeah um but from what from just looking at his filmography he has had an amazing career so you know hats off to to him and you know rest in peace Mm, very well said mike were you a fan were you a fan of ed asner's um, yeah, he, he was sort of had that voice that everyone sort of knew and, and he's been working for over 70 years. So such a huge, huge bucket of wind 
of yep. what he's been doing. And he was also in um, Cobra Kai as well. That's right. I forgot to mention. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. He was um, uh, bloody Johnny's um, Dad. Stupid, stupid stepdad. <laughs> yeah. It's just Sid Weinberg? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big jerky McJerk face. <laughs> I suppose it's a character that he loves to play. I mean, he sort of had, you can sort of see he had fun with that. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah, so so he does um, live action and he also does uh, um, voiceover as well, which is great. And yeah, as you said, Captain Planet from from our childhood to yeah to to up, which is basically um, the childhood of my kids. So he's been around. And he'll be sorely missed. Absolutely will. That's for sure. Okay, let's move into some happier news now because we got our official confirmation this week that DC Fandom is returning this October, uh, which is very exciting. Um, there was a lineup announced. Uh, this week about what's going to happen. There's a bit of a trailer as well, um, if I can find the lineup. So basically, on October 16th, it's going to be an all-day event, all virtual, all online, of course. Um, there's going to be the main thing that we should be excited about. There's going to be a new trailer for Battenson, the Batman. It's still coming, people. Um, <laughs> Robin Battenbat. <laughs> <laughs> bat and bat bat mr bat bat battinson yes so um yeah so there's going to be a trailer for that coming then which is super awesome there's going to be some um production updates on the other dceu content uh such as black adam uh the flash which is i am most looking forward to apart from the batman trailer definitely looking forward to hearing or seeing anything to do with the flash movie uh, especially because Michael Keaton's involved. Um, Aquaman 2, there'll be some news about that and Shazam 2 as well. Uh, of course, there'll be a big roundup for your Arrowverse shows, Batwoman, The Flash, Superman and Lois, um, as well as a tribute to Supergirl because it's ending, which is nice. Um, there'll be uh, stuff about Legends of Tomorrow, Stargirl, um, their new show, Naomi, that's starting. And then, of course, Netflix's Sweet Tooth, which is produced by Robert Downey Jr. and Susan Downey, um, which is a DC property. It's a, getting getting very good reviews. Uh, everyone I know that's watched Sweet Tooth says it's pretty fantastic. So uh, there'll be updates on that. Uh, there's going to be talk about the games that are coming out. Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. DC Comics themselves will be making an appearance. Um, what else have we got? HBO Max will be making a presentation to show off the Peacemaker series that's coming, which I now really cannot wait to see. Um, and updates on other shows like Titans and Doom Patrol. So yeah, there's heaps of cool DC-related content coming on October 16th. Um... Yes, let's let's be let's be excited about that. Fully, are you excited about any of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just me, okay. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a so so fan of DC. Um, I'll I'll watch it depending on what it is. 
but um, the DC fandom, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of it. Like, there's so much content that's going to be coming from 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 DC fandom. Um, as you've mentioned, the whole lineup of trailers and you know shows and movies that'll be coming out uh, in the in the near future. Um, yeah, let's see what what they've got. <laughs> let's see what they've got. <laughs> Show me what you've got. Show me what you got, <laughs> Michael. Yes. Sorry, that sort of reminded me of uh, the Eternals trailer. <laughs> <laughs> with the big bloody celestial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I was like show me what you've got. Boo, not cool. And then <laughs> planet Earth, squish. <laughs> <laughs> Squishy. Um, some of this has to excite you, Michael. Uh, yes and no. Um, <laughs> well, some, bear with me. Uh, so, some of the stuff that we, we already know that's coming out. Um, I... Uh, I would like to know. I'm I'm probably more excited of stuff that I don't know. So I I want to, if there's new stuff coming out, I w- I wouldn't mind having having a poke around at that when it comes out uh, when Fandom starts and it's like oh something new sweet is is this what what we're going? Otherwise, it's basically rehashing that we already know that's happening because of last 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 Fandom because we we know about the um. Uh, Robin Battenbat, uh, Batman, that's coming out hopefully soon, maybe. <laughs> yes. Fingers crossed. Fingers and crossed. yeah, and um, I really enjoy the DC games as well, and uh, and I really I really enjoy the Arkham series with that, and the um, Suicide Squad uh, one looks pretty cool as well. Uh, seeing the trailer from last year, so. I already know that's coming out, so I would like to know new stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. It's like, give me more, give me more new stuff. Well, I'm sure they're keeping some cards close to their chest. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, there's some cool big announcements. Maybe there'll be a trailer for the Flash. I'd I'd lose my ever loving mind if they actually did that. Maybe. But- May, may, very well could Probably be. not, because uh, last year they did the Black Adam sort of concept trailer thing, not necessarily yeah. um, uh, uh, pictures from the movie because they were still in post-production, but something like that, maybe, and we get excited because we're going to see, like, uh, 89 Batman again. Well, yep. you could say, That's what I want. you could say 92 Batman because... Because it takes place after um, Batman Forever. Yes, yes, I'm. I'm guessing they're retconning that those two movies. It's a, it's skipping over them, uh, but even though it's technically the same Batman. Yeah. Well, uh-uh. n- n- no. Different no. different universe, maybe. Same okay. Alfred. Probably that's the only connective tissue. Literally the only only connective tissue. Yes. Yeah. Michael Goth is awesome and Yeah. Miss I miss him. He was great. Yeah. He was also in Doctor Who. Was he? Yeah. Uh twice, I think. 
he played a Time Lord and he played uh, a villain called the Celestial, uh, Celestial, Celest. I can never say this word, Celestius Toymaker. Ah. Yeah. And that one was during the 60s. It was pr- he was pretty much playing an Asian stereotype. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's 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 aged well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. Yes. You know. If, you know. <laughs> it was the 60s during in the UK. I mean, they still had black and white minstrel shows on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, interesting times. Okay, let's let's move on to our next bit of news, um, which was unfortunately some some more COVID related delays in in films. Um, Paramount have announced um, three of their big titles that are due for release soon have all been shifted. Um, sadly, again, Top Gun Maverick. It has uh, flown on out of its current release date um, and is now coming out on... Oh, my God. Why does this have to be an American article? It just says Memorial Day. And I'm sorry to all the American listeners. I don't know when Memorial Day is. Does anyone know when that is? We, we live in a different country. We don't give a shit about <laughs> American soldiers and shit. That's No, no. I, Michael Lister does not speak for, for the alien production. <laughs> <laughs> Memorial I, Day is in t- May 2022. Okay. Do we have a, a May day? 30th, I think. 30th? Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. All right, so May 30th, um, 2022 is now the new release date for Top Gun Maverick. Um, That spot was previously held by Mission Impossible 7. Um, That has vacated that spot to allow for uh, Maverick to come into land. And um, I'm loving these flying puns. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Uh, And Mission Impossible 7 will now be coming out in theatres on the 22nd of August 2022, so just under a year away for, for that one. Um, the other big movie that Paramount have delayed is Jackass Forever. No. Um, that was supposed to come out this year, very soon actually, on the 22nd of October, but they've moved it to the 4th of Feb next year. Um, and now with these delays, apparently Paramount has no big tentpole films planned to be released theatrical for the rest of this year. So they've vacated the year entirely now. Um, disappointing. Disappointing to see. Especially Top Gun Maverick. I'm very much looking forward to seeing that. So um, going to have to wait a lot longer. Michael, did any of these changes upset you? Um, <laughs> uh, I know you probably think I'm joking, but... Um Probably Jackass is probably because <laughs> I, I I haven't seen Top Gun and um, the Mission Impossible as well. Uh, I think I've seen two and a half movies, so I'm not that bit. Uh, I'm not that into it. So, but I do en- I do enjoy people getting hurt and seeing and the chance to see like um, middle aged men getting hurt is you know. Sounds like fun. <laughs> sounds like fun. <laughs> it sounds like fun. And we're not going to see it until next year. It's like, okay, fine. We'll wait. 
It's not like we got nothing else better to do. <laughs> I mean, my Sundays are free. I got no show to do. Yeah. <laughs> Rip. Roll it here. Yeah. F to pay. F to pay respects, ladies and gentlemen. I'll take that L. Okay, let's let's get out of this. Let's, <laughs> and in, yes. Yeah, I'm agreeing. Let's get out of this. Yes, yeah, get out of this. Get out. Out, out, um, and into some slightly happier news uh, for fans of Jungle Cruise because um, there's going to be a sequel. It's confirmed. Uh, no surprises here, uh, considering it was received pretty warmly and did all right at the box office despite the pandemic. Um, Jungle Cruise Two is officially in the works uh, with Emily Blunt and. Uh, Dwayne Johnson returning uh, to reprise their roles, um, which is wonderful news. Also, uh, the same director whose name I'm going to butcher. Um, it's spelt J-A-U-M-E, and I'm not sure if it's Jaume or Jaume. It's probably Jaume. Um, Colette Sarah is his name. Uh, and co-writer Michael Green is also back on board. So, uh, yeah, really, really cool. I, I think I'll probably watch it when it comes off Premiere Access on Disney+. Plus, Because, um, I don't know. I, I've been pretty sceptical of this one, if you remember my comments on it in tr- previous trailer parks. But, um, but I, I'm definitely keen to see if it's half, half decent. Especially because, you know, it has gotten alright reviews. So And I do love Emily Blunt. And, you know, who doesn't love The Rock, really? Um, yeah, Fulia, did, did you get a chance to see Jungle Cruise? Nope. No. I have not been able to watch Jungle Cruise as yet, but I am kind of looking forward to checking it out once it's available. Nice. Um, I was looking forward to seeing it at cinema, but, you know, can't do that now. Uh, so now we're just going to have to wait for it to be available for everybody on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm not surprised that there's going to be a, a sequel to the first movie if it, if it got really good reviews if it's gotten really good um you know just good ratings and all that sort of stuff and a lot of people have seen it i'm not surprised that there's going to be a sequel um but yeah looking forward to it at least <laughs> nice nice michael any any thoughts on jungle cruise the sequel not particularly i haven't seen it and it's yeah Good on them. They, they they've worked out the formula. Uh, what and yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> why does it have to be dual release in cinema and release on your own program? It's not fair. Well, I wish they'd done that for Shang Chi because now we have to wait for Shang Chi even longer. Yeah, and the copy that I've got is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, time to avoid those social medias. Yeah, there are spoilers already out yep. for Shang-Chi. So if you're in somewhere where you can't get to a cinema, good luck avoiding spoilers. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't <laughs> see a Marvel movie. <laughs> can't see a Marvel movie that was filmed in Australia. I know. Right? God damn it. 
I just want to see Ronnie Ching in a Marvel film. Is that too hard? <laughs> it's all right. Basket. You can see him in a Godzilla movie. Really? Oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's in. He's in a uh, Kong versus uh, uh, Godzilla. Is he? Yeah. Only for a bit part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. You should watch it. It's awesome. Yeah, I should. Well, I need to see Godzilla 2 first. Not really. <laughs> they pretty much cram the the entire lore in the in the opening credits, so I think you'll be fine. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm a bit of a completist though. Yeah, but you know, it's the sort of movie that you can go go in as like, okay, big big things hitting each other. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and who gives a shit about the um uh human side of it? Just get get to the fucking monkey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Show me what you got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Godzilla All right. hasn't got shit on me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what King Kong said because yep. the actual yep. quote is King Kong ain't got no shit on me. Yeah. So, anyway. Well done. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we have one more item in the news to discuss before we're done. Um, and this one kind of came out of nowhere because, of course, Rick and Morty season five is about to end this week uh, on Netflix. This week, the final two episodes will be dropping. Uh, it's very exciting. Um, and uh, as promotion for that, uh, they they put out a, a little quick fifteen second teaser. Uh, that's not animated. It's in live action. And they got none other than Christopher Lloyd to play Rick Sanchez. <laughs> and Jaden Martell to play Morty Smith. And my goodness. Is this a full circle moment or what? Yes. <laughs> This is oh, oh. this is the time that Bill Murray played fucking Garfield moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, like the Zombie Land 2? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so yeah, basically, um it's a quick little teaser. It's just them stepping out of a portal and then Doc I was going to say Doc Brown. Whoops. <laughs> Same thing, really. Same thing. Christopher Lloyd doing his best Rick impression, belching all, um, and we get an orgies out of Jaden's Morty, and uh, that's about it, really. And I don't, I don't know if it's going to have any anything to do with the finale, uh, or, or if it's, they've literally just filmed it for this. I don't know, but um, yeah. As a Rick and Morty fan myself, this makes me very happy. As a Back to the Future fan and just a fan of Christopher Lloyd in general, this is pretty freaking awesome. Um, I hope there's more to it. I mean, I'll be fine if it's just this, 15 seconds. But it'd be cool if if, if there was a bit more going on that maybe we're going to see in the finale. I don't know. Um, nevertheless, it's pretty freaking awesome. And I, I would love to have just... Just to see, like, a reaction video from Justin Roiland being like, so Christopher Lloyd's playing Rick. <laughs> How did my life get here? <laughs> like, that's just 
fucking awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Mike, I'm dying to hear your thoughts. Did you lose your effing shit over this? I was quiet for a couple of seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I was going, ah, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how universes do, does this, do this stuff. Because essentially, of course, Rick and Morty was originally a cartoon short uh, ripping off uh, Doc and Marty. Of course. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and when it turned into Rick and Morty, um, a lot, a lot of people, well, a lot of people in, um, like the convention centers and when Christopher Lloyd's there, there's, a, there's always someone that says, Oh, do you know Rick and Morty? And he says, Yeah, I know Rick and Morty and it's fucking hilarious and all, and all this. So, so yeah, it has come full circle and him playing, him playing Rick. Um, he, he gets the joke and I love, love it when they get the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is probably going to be more than this. I think it, I think they pro there's probably going to be a, a little, little thing at the end of this series of, uh, of, we're going to see a live action version of Rick and Morty and it's going to be played by Christopher Lloyd because who else can, can you get? Um, there is a story, uh, that, um, they tried to get uh, Daniel Radcliffe to play Morty, but oh, <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> but but he but he declined. Uh, but but I think Daniel, you know, he's 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 not a young person anymore. He's he can't play a fourteen year old. And I, no, true. And I think, but it would have been funny. And it, and if you got like a young kid from from it, you know, yeah. Bill Denbros, who. <laughs> Who is like a, a very weedy fucking kid, so mm, true. He, he, he kind of fits the bill physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of people were sort of fan casting Michael Sarah as as Morty. Ah, uh, yes. But I think he's getting a bit, a uh, bit long in the tooth Old. for it. So yeah. So this is the this is the Bill Murray to uh, doing the voice of Garfield, because the story behind that is. Uh, Alonzo Music, who did the original cartoon of um, of uh, Garfield back in the eighties, nineties sort of era, he uh, he was also the voice actor for um, Venkman in the real Ghostbusters. Oh, cool! So, so in a way, he he played Bill Murray's character. So. And so they got Bill Murray to play Garfield, and that went full circle as well. Ah, I see what you mean. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. And yeah, and unfortunately, you know, Bill Murray hated the fact that he played Garfield, and I could, yeah, I could sort of see it because those movies were a bit terrible. Um, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to what becomes of this. Me too. Yeah. Me too. We'll find out and we'll talk about it next week on the podcast. I am most certain yeah. of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's either this is going to be a two-parter or it's going to be an hour-long episode. Um, well, I when I looked at IMDb's episode listing, we're up to episode nine. Mm. So we don't. We it's nine and ten that they've got to do. So I don't know if it's a double episode. But then I did see an article saying it's a one-hour finale. So I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm not sure. We'll find out. Hopefully, it's hopefully it's a it's like 
episode nine's half an hour, and then episode ten's like forty-five minutes or something. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. Yeah, it's sort we'll of a, sort of an odd thing to just throw at it, just being a, a one-off joke. Yeah, that's what I. That's why I think it's got to have more bearing in the end of it. Because like, why would they just do that if it's just that? Because mm. that's such a short thing to do. Anyway, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay, let's 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 wrap up the nerdy news for this week because it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Okay, trailer park time. Let's jump on in. We have the first trailer, which is a long-awaited first look at the highly anticipated Amazon Prime series, The Wheel of Time. Um, I've not read any of the books. I don't know if you guys have, um, but it's... It is a, a huge, huge book series um, that spans many, many years, and uh, and uh, yeah, I hear nothing but good things about it. And based on this trailer, I mean, it's more—I I don't know if it's more of a teaser trailer. It doesn't really tell us too much about the story. I don't think so. Um, basically, the IMDb plot says that it's. Set in a high fantasy world where magic exists, but only some can access it, a woman named Moiraine crosses paths with five young men and women. This sparks a dangerous world-spanning journey. Uh, yeah, so, you know, vague. Um, <laughs> vague, is the, vague is the word, but that's okay. Um, it, looks, it looks intriguing. It looks interesting. It looks epic. Uh, I love Rosamund Pike, uh, so, you know, she, you know, makes me want to uh, keep my Amazon Prime subscription um, to, to or at least, you know, have me interested to watch this. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't really have too much to say. Like, it looks it looks good and I'm very intrigued and I hope I hope it's good because, as I've said, the book series is pretty legendary, so it would be... A shame if it was underwhelming or did not live up to circumstances, you know, did not live up to the the hype of the book series uh, or the quality of it. Um, but I suppose there's going to be a lot of hardcore fans that are probably just not going to be pleased because that's how nerds function. Um, high expectations. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't really, yeah, I don't really have too much to say. I, yeah. We'll see what happens. I may or may not watch it. Fulia, what do you reckon of this? I'm not going to be watching this. <laughs> wow, okay. Cool. <laughs> it's not cool. something that I'm really interested in, so and okay. I've never read the books, so yeah. Not not my kind of not my kind of thing, not my cup of tea. So the trailer didn't wasn't a good trailer or just I didn't it didn't really it didn't really grab my attention to be honest. Okay. I was just like, "Oh yeah, that's cool. What's the next trailer?" <laughs> <laughs> You're as cold as ice. <laughs> Amy, sacrifice. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that's all right. No worries, Michael. Yeah, I thought I was a contrarian. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> where to go from here? Um, 
yeah, it looks it looks well done. I mean, it definitely is set together. Uh, yeah, I might wait for another trailer just to cement the fact of what's happening. Like, yeah, it's a bun- bunch of people going on a quest, but we don't know what that quest is. So, yeah, it's, it's Fellowship of the Rings, but more diversity instead of just white people. Awesome. All, all for that. Yeah. 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 Great. More wokeness in our lives. <laughs> it's which is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> so the wheel of time <laughs> <laughs> will be coming out uh on Amazon Prime starting the nineteenth of November. Ah, yeah, I'll probably probably give it a miss because I'll probably be busy. Yeah, you you might be a tad busy around then. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, cause baby, because yes, baby number two is coming. My baby's not a number two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of number two, our second trailer for this week (laughs) is for an upcoming Netflix movie with an all-star cast uh, called Red Notice. Um, This is one I've seen teased on social media for a while um, because I follow uh, all of these actors on social media and I've seen them posting about it. Um, uh, those were people, you yes. following them or are you stalking them? <laughs> no comment. So <laughs> the three actors I'm talking about are Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and uh, for the second time on this podcast, Dwayne Johnson. Um, the Rock. Are in, the Rock himself. Uh, yeah. It looks, it looks good. It looks good. It looks fun. I don't know... I don't know how great it is because got to keep in mind it's also a Netflix movie um, and those don't have a good track record although they're you know the quality has improved a bit in in recent years uh, but still take it with a grain of salt um, they did spend a whopping 200 million dollars making this though which is insane but I hear I think like a quarter of that budget went to just the three actors mm. that they made a, a a sweet payday off this one. Um, but it looks fun. You know, Ryan Reynolds doing Ryan Reynolds things, the rock doing rock things and Gal Gadot actually kind of getting to be an antagonist for once, uh, which I'm looking forward to seeing because she's always the good guy. Um, and yeah. And looking great while she does it. So, I mean, they all look great. Um, in this, I mean, it just is is aesthetically pleasing on the eye. Um, mm. The action looks like it's going to be pretty good, and I'm looking forward to the kind of buddy copness of uh, The Rock and 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 Ryan Reynolds teaming up in this one, because um, it looks like you know he's caught him, and in order to catch her, they have to work together, um, sort of thing. So yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. Fulia did this one. Uh, tickle you a bit more. Yes, I like this one. I think nice. out, of, out of the three, this one's my favourite. 
Um, I really enjoyed the uh, the humor that came from, of course, Ryan Reynolds uh, in this trailer, and um, just the the antics that they get up to, and obviously, you know, Dwayne is the 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 police officer that's trying to that has caught him and then has to try and track down this art thief which is Gal Gadot's character and yes you're right Kendall I am very very curious to see her play this art thief <laughs> and in the trailer just being her badass self you know when the moment that Dwayne character was just like yeah I'm good. you're gonna have some handcuffs on you she's like oh really and then starts taking off her shoes <laughs> and then you know got a kick-ass fight scene in that um and in that freaking red dress too like holy crap in a in a red in a long red gown and she can she can really kick butt um yeah yeah so like I am I am looking forward to this it looks like it's gonna be a, a fun uh, a fun comedy action film and you know I don't think it's going to disappoint yeah awesome Mike what do you reckon yeah it didn't do it for me I don't like it the three actors so yeah so what nah it's all good <laughs> <laughs> just trying to do a full year it's all good um <laughs> Yeah, I think this wow. this looks pretty cool. Like like a little little fun movie just to just a just to have, and yeah, as you as you've been saying, it's it's them doing them basically. You you get your you get your quips from from Ryan Reynolds, and you've got uh, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson just doing his eyebrows and staring and and, and smouldering looks. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, it it just looks like a bit of fun, and I don't take it too serious. And yeah, it will just be a good like weekend film. And and yeah, the problem with Netflix uh, films is they have, they have a huge high when they first get released, and then they, and it the drop off is just it, it doesn't it just goes straight down because it's a streaming service. You, you, Everyone can watch it at the exact same time, so it's a weird dynamic the streaming services have. It doesn't really teeter off, teeter off, just like any other release. So, and if 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 it gets people to 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 watch it, then all for it. I mean, Netflix is is still hanging in there, being being a being the recognition of a streaming service that it is. So. I'm all for it. And when will we be watching this, Kendall? Yes, well, uh, we will be watching Red Notice uh, on the 12th of November. So I won't be watching it, sweet. So <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> November's going to be very busy. Very, very busy month for you, yes. Okay. One last trailer to talk about, and this one is definitely a teaser trailer um, for a film that I've been looking forward to for a long time. This is Moonfall, of course. Um, and the reason I'm looking forward to this one is because 
It's Roland Emmerich doing disaster movies in space. It's literally just, you know, this movie is made for Kendall. If Tom Hiddleston was in it, it'd be perfect. Like, seriously. <laughs> um, and when I say perfect, it's going to be trash. Like, just full disclosure, this is a, this is a disaster movie. It's going to be cheesy. It's going to be high on the CGI, uh, high on the action set pieces, um, low on the logic. There's not going to be any logic in this movie. Um, and it looks like there might be aliens involved too. So I'm, I'm just really on board for this. I don't care. This is my guilty pleasure. Um, <laughs> straight up. Straight up. Attach it to my veins. I'm so here for it. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the story is about um, something that causes the moon to uh, head into a collision course with the Earth. Um, <laughs> so, and I'm thinking something is the aliens because it looks like there was some kind of alien stuff. It might be set in the near future. I don't think it's set in present day. Um, no, it was but set in 2022. Which is next year. Yeah. Coincidentally, when the movie's coming out. Uh, but yeah, like I, the only thing about this teaser I didn't like was I didn't like all the staticky jumps and, and things. They kind of grinded my gears a bit uh, in terms of the... I get what they were going for with that effect, but I think it was a bit overkill. Um, apart from that, I'm... Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'll watch... I'll watch anything Roland Emmerich does because, you know, he made Independence Day, which is just, you know, still one of my favourite movies. So he's just brilliant uh, in terms of disaster films and directing these kinds of things. So I cannot wait to see Moonfall. Fulia, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this one isn't for you. <laughs> You'd be correct. Hey, <laughs> 10 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> To Slytherin, I Slytherin. should say. <laughs> Slytherclaw. As long as you don't say Hufflepuff. What's, What's wrong, wrong with, Hufflepuff? with Hufflepuff? There's a lot wrong with Hufflepuff. Shush. Oh, I mean, you're saying duffers. there's a lot wrong with me. There are a bunch of duffers. <laughs> <laughs> your, only, your only good student was Segret Diggory and he Anyway, so he could, so he could be Battenson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, only, I'm uh, only here for one movie, and that's it. Fulia, what did you think of this teaser for Moonfall? Uh, yeah, no. Not for me. Um, I don't watch disaster films. I don't like disaster films. <laughs> Too real. So, even though I know this isn't a not really going to happen, but, you know, still. No, thank you. <laughs> not my type of film. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Michael? Do we need this now? Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it. Yeah, a bit, bit of dumb fun. Why not? Yeah, a bit of dumb fun about the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like we're going through a pandemic and um, climate change is actually in full effect at the moment. <laughs> uh, parts, parts of the US are on fire and flooding. Yay! 
But I'm glad to see some people enjoy this sort of thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> uh, he does like his disaster films, doesn't he? He's very good at them. He did 2012, didn't he? Yeah, 2012, Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Day After Tomorrow. Something, someone running down a corridor away from weather. <laughs> hey, away from f- being frozen alive. Thank you. Doesn't happen in real life, but okay. No, I know. Well, th- what did I, what did I say? You, logic, it goes out the door in these movies. Yeah. So, I'm not going to defend it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you do have the people going. Oh, this could happen in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the moon actually hits the Earth. There will be no life left on this planet. No. So no, it wouldn't. It would never happen anyway. And yeah, if it did, it would would be fucked. <laughs> I mean, we would be fucked if even a meteor hit, like like it happened last time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. I watched Deep Impact during the week too. As a random connection. Um. No, I was, and I even looked up afterwards. I was like, "How scientifically accurate is this movie?" And scientists were like, "Oh yeah, a lot of it's pretty accurate." I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh that's that's depressing." Yeah. <laughs> For we are but small ants on the series of life. Yeah. How small are yeah. we? Just small. Very. Just little, little small. I mean, the hu- human race hasn't been around for that long, and it's, nope. and it's like a grain. It's like. Pretty much a fingernail's length of time of what the Earth is, basically. So, mm-hmm. I mean, human race can go extinct and the rest of the planet can just live on without us. Yeah. So anyway, Kendall, when are we going to be watching this? <laughs> oh, I got a little bit dark there. Um, <laughs> so, Show me what um, you've got. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I will be watching Moonfall um, on the 3rd of February, 2022. Mm. Mm. I'm team human race. Oh, so am I. So am I. I just have a, I have a problem, apparently. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said All I right. like um, uh, jackass, so... I too have a problem. True. Little bit of true. Little bit of sadism in in all of us. Yeah. A little bit. And some people like to whip it out of them. <laughs> yes. Okay. Enough of that. Let's roll on out of the trailer park. Uh, done for another week, which now, of course, means it's time. For the moment, the the segment, the section, the part of the show. What are you doing? We like to call. Huh? Popcorn culture. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Three sixty no scope. (laughs) Mum, get the camera. (laughs) <laughs> get the g- 
camera. Um, Psych, there was no number. Oh. <laughs> so, it's public culture time. And uh, we are here, of course, to talk about this week's episode of What If. Oh, which... do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Pretty fucking emotional, so <laughs> I'd maybe rather not. But I'm we're gonna do it anyway. No, nah, I've got I'm, I've got shit to say. Yeah, I I'm excited to, to hear say. it. You got shit to say, and I'm excited to hear what you got to say because this episode was just wow. Um, I said it once. I say it again. This is this is the best episode of the show so far. Um, in my humble opinion, I think it's I think it's the best one. I think it's the best written. Uh, it's the most consistent in terms of returning actors from the films to the uh, to this series, which is fantastic because I don't think it would have worked as well or been as dramatically effective without the actual voice actors we know. Um, so that makes it even more meaningful, and. Um, yeah, but I, I I was rolling tears pretty pretty heavily by the time this was done because it was just oh oh okay we're gonna go this place are we cool nothing matters yeah. <laughs> nothing has any consequence um, well yeah. actually well actually no this entire thing is just based on. Consequences. consequences. <laughs> yes, yes. I was, I was poorly quoting Loki just because I want to reference it. Um, He's not in this episode. <laughs> Get your He's Loki out of this episode. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, so my Loki quota for this week's podcast. Done. No, no um, safe spaces here. <laughs> no safe spaces here. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I just, I just absolutely loved this episode. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, the animation was outstanding. Like. So good, so well done, uh, and yeah, just ah, uh, feels, <laughs> feels, feels. Um, I have a question though, uh, for you guys. I want to know what you think the like the nexus event of this episode is, which I actually haven't mentioned the title of the episode yet. Which is, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Mm. Um. And my my leading theory on what the Nexus event is, what the, the changing event is, is that in this universe, uh, him, uh, Doctor Strange and, and uh, Christine Palmer are actually in a happier relationship, in a stronger relationship than what they were at the start of the Doctor Strange film. And I say that only because she didn't go with him to the function in the film. Like, he he was driving there by himself in the movie, in the main MCU timeline, um, when he goes off the cliff and crashes. And here, she's, you know, all flirty and lovey-dovey with him, and they go together. Um, so that's kind of what I, I thought. Fulia, did you have any, any feelings here or there on that? Uh, I was still trying to figure it out. Like, I had no idea. And mind you, I've only seen Doctor Strange, the film, once. So I don't really okay. remember too much about the beginning of the film. Um, but I've been trying, like, I was trying to work out 
what part of this ended up becoming the Nexus event. Um, so I'm assuming that we just didn't see it in in this episode. It probably had like it was a a before this episode even began type of thing. Yeah. Um. So in that instance, yeah. My my mind was more of a okay. So he ended up doing something differently in his driving is what that Nexus event was because I wasn't even thinking about the fact that, you know, um, what's uh, what's her name again? Sorry, Christine. Christine, yes. Rachel McAdams. That Christine and, and that <laughs> Rachel McAdams was the name that popped into my head, not the character name. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still so, I'm still gonna say Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. <laughs> Um, like I, I didn't, I like my mind didn't realize that Christine didn't actually get in the car with him in the film. So, okay. yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's been that long since you've seen it. So yeah, I suppose you can't really remember, but I will point out for you that the, in the car crash sequence in the, in what if it's identical to the one in the film. Ah, oh, Okay. The car still crashes in the exact same spot. It spins and and twists the same way and lands the same way. Yeah. Which I I thought was very effective. So it's just, yeah, the differences are Christine's in the car. Okay. Yeah. Mike, did you have... What, do you have a theory about what the Nexus event is? Um, yeah, I was trying to remember myself because I'm, I'm the same. I only, I've only seen Doctor Strange, like, once. Um... Yeah, I was trying trying to fi- figure it out, and I went on, I went on to, to went on to the Googles and 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 the YouTubes to see what was what was happening, so I can form my own opinion. Um, and yeah, it basically came down to um them having a, a better relationship than what they had at the start of the, at the start of the show, which is pretty bleak for the rest of the, rest of the thing <laughs> if, if you think about it. If you're happy, yeah. bad things will happen. And in this particular universe, um, not to go into it, but, you know, we have fixed points, which is something new in this time travel law. And an absolute point. An absolute point. Yes. Absolute point in time. And another concept of that actually happens in Doctor Who as well, where they're, they're... that, and I just said it, it, it's fixed points in time that have to happen. And yep. surprisingly, only the Doctor knows that <laughs> what fixed points is, are. So it's a good, it's a good writer, it's a good writer's ploy of saying, okay, this has to happen anyway. Uh, the Doctor just can't just turn up and just change time willy-nilly. So, yeah, so that's, that's my quota for Doctor Who as well. <laughs> nice, nice. Very, very well done. Um, well, Fulia, what did you think of the episode as a whole? Did you enjoy in this one? Did you think it stacked up uh, against the rest pretty well? Or It was really dark, to be honest. Um, it just made me think of, like, the fact that he has the power to go back in time and relive it just made me think, my gosh, to be to go through that same scenario over and over trying to figure out ways on how to prevent it but still end up happening is, oh, man, that would take a toll on your mental health, mm. like a huge toll on your mental health. Yeah. Um, as we saw as to what happened 
later in the in the by the end of the episode and i'm just i'm just sitting there thinking okay but why do you want to keep doing this to yourself it's like he's torturing himself to figure out a way on how to keep christine alive but there is no way unless he ends up consuming some sort of power to get rid of the absolute point to like and it's like i don't know if i would be able to go through that to be honest like i would probably move on i would i would so the point where the sorceress supreme decided to split his what was it that he that she split the well the ancient one she sorry yeah the ancient one yeah she split she she split him into two 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 halves so two versions of him would exist in this timeline yeah so i would have been the second doctor strange in the fact that i would have just moved on yeah because i wouldn't want to go through the whole you know just playing through that same scenario over and over to see and figure out what's a way to have it not happen because yeah like i said it's just that would hit me so hard that i would rather i would rather die to be honest (laughs) if that was the case and if I couldn't figure out how, I I would rather I just stop and just yeah no. Well, especially when you know the fact that um, it's the universe, it's your universe versus one person. Exactly. Like the you know you, that's it's an it's just, it's a no brainer. It should be a no brainer for everyone, but for some reason, he was just that grief stricken that he needed her no matter the cost. And it was just, yeah, heartbreaking. Mm. Heartbreaking. Michael, what what were your thoughts on the episode as a whole, like generally yeah. as a whole? Yeah, it's pretty much an allegory of don't fuck with time. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, um, Key and Peel, um, testicle monsters will come at you and, and beat, you, beat the living shit out of you going, don't mess with time. It's another Rick and Morty um, uh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Reference. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to get rid of this tension. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. It's a, It's sort of doing. It's sort of convincing yourself of: uh, Am I being selfish, or or am I doing this for a good thing? Uh, of going back in time and trying to sa- trying to save her, save Christine. And it and it it turned into the um, Guy Pierce uh, time machine movie. Oh, I don't remember that. Remind remind us in the audience. Uh, it, it was sort of the sa- same thing. He he invented a time machine so he can go back in time to save his fiance, but she keeps on she keeps on keeps on getting killed because of the paradox of the reason why he built the time machine in the first place is because she keeps on dying. So uh, so in this one, it's, it's sort of the same thing that she dies. Um, she, she dies so he doesn't have the... Um, he doesn't have the um, 
the the wherewithal to become the sorcerer supreme, so he can go back in time to yeah to, to redo that. So it, it's and that would be the the absolute. Well, they call it the absolute um, point, point in, time. in time that he need, needs to do that, and it's sort of the same thing in the. Um, in the Doctor Strange movie where the reason why he goes out is because his career's over. So because he can't he can't perform surgery anymore because he yeah. because of his hands. And pe- people have been speculating that uh the reason why he's not as all powerful in in the main timeline is because of his shaky hands. And and if you see him do his magic he always has that sort of shaky hands sort of thing. So he's um He's not his full full potential because he's he, he doesn't have his injury, and so reason why he becomes like the most powerful being in the universe. By the end of this film, uh, by the end of this episode, but at what cost? Um, yeah. yeah. What else can I say to that? And yes, uh, the 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 grand old one uh, split split him into two. Uh, which gives me feelings as a reason what happens in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, go on. Uh, I think because I think when um, Strange pushes Peter into his uh, into himself, and he sort of splits. So I'm thinking because uh, there's two. Because there's like three different timelines going on at once, he needs to be split. So there's actually some something stable in this in this world. It's kind of like it's yeah. I'm going to quote um, Rick and Morty again, but but it's the same episode where where the Key, Key and Peel uh, monsters come in, where they sort of they sort of split their timeline into multiple multiple multiple. Um, causalities at the same time it's 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 that sort of fourth dimensional thinking marty of uh different ta- uh different sort of ropes in time going on at the same time at the same time of this timeline time time so many <laughs> some so much time ah re- reason why you shouldn't do time travel in your in your stories otherwise it breaks it <laughs> breaks your mind yeah Okay, so basically you're saying, so that shot of uh, uh, in the trailer of Doctor Strange pushing, uh, pushing Peter out of Spider-Man isn't, he isn't going into the mirror dimension like would usually happen. It's, it's splitting him into two different Peter Parkers. Yeah, one that where he is um, Spider-Man and one that he isn't Spider-Man, maybe. Okay. Uh, th- this is all my theory because this is sort of like a a, a call. Um, it's it's sort of get he's getting my juices flowing for the Spider-Man movie. I'm the reason why what they're setting up in this particular episode of how they're going to deal with um, Spider-Man mm. in the next Spider-Man movie. Interesting. Okay. It's all wibbly wobbly like timey wimey. Really wobbly timey wimey. I'm here for that. Uh, Fulia, what did you think of uh, this dark version of Doctor Strange? I didn't like him. 
<laughs> oh come on! <laughs> no, he was he was just really obsessed with the fact that he just needed to find a way to get rid of this absolute point so that he could save Christine, and that obsession got him power hungry to the point that he ended up consuming the other half of him as well. And so we don't know what happens after that. <laughs> I think we do. You know what happens after that? He He's the only one in the universe left in yep. his little chrysalis. Yep. Be careful what you, this is bad. Yeah, be careful what you wish for, Parker. <laughs> mm. Literally. Yeah. Literally. I've been here yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did see one article theorize that maybe it's this Doctor Strange that's in No Way Home, and that because like everyone's really stuck on the fact that that he he just seemed off for some reason. Um, so I thought that was interesting, and it would explain how he would be so willing, a so willing to help Peter write this wrong, uh, and b why Wong is like later dazing the fuck out of it. Mm. Maybe. I don't and know. And also the theory of um, um, Thanos, the Thanos snap, the first one, is an absolute point. That's why when Doctor Strange is doing his going through all of them, there's only one that, there's only one that works. Yeah. Yeah, which is all of them have to, have to die, essentially. Mm. So they can actually save the day. Yeah, lose the battle but win the war. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I I really um, I, I really enjoyed seeing this dark side of Doctor Strange. Um, just for a diff- to have a different take on on a character we know uh, and we're still getting to know because he hasn't even had his second film yet, and I'm really looking forward to that, of course. Um, and just because I love Benedict Cumberbatch, and it was nice to see him get to you know stretch his voice acting muscles in in two different ways in this episode he's, you know he's, he's not a stranger to it no he, he, he has done like a couple of voiceover uh, show, uh yes. cartoons and shows and movies before yeah 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 i mean i think i most know his his voice acting uh uh smaug yeah smaug uh smaug which I think we got um, a little bit of smog in this when he was consuming the things because I'm like, oh, there's uh, smog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does do, yeah. does do the voice of Dormammu in the fir- first movie. As well. Yeah, he does. That's true. He does. Um, yeah, I um, Yeah, I, I know I enjoyed I enjoyed the dark, the dark version of, of him and just that kind of montage of him absorbing all these entities and creatures and stuff was just was like so disturbing because it was just like the animation of like this these beams of light coming out of his mouth and his eyes just it just was humanless to me you know like it was just void of of a person like it just didn't yeah it was wrong it was very unsettling mm-hmm. um but i but i loved the way they animated it and the fact that he like when he would transform when he would absorb their energy, he would briefly take on the physical attributes of said creature 
um, which then came back around at the end of the episode when you get that glorious shot of him, like, holy... I love that sh- fucking animation this episode, man. So good. But this that wide shot of him, like, cradling Christine and the wings are coming off the bat. You see the, the tentacles going up and then you get that close-up of his face and just her scream in terror and it's like... This is this is so good. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was brilliant. Um, yeah, yeah. Mike, what did you think about this this kind of twisted version of Stephen Strange? Yeah, Lovecraftian monster. Brah. Yeah, <laughs> and a little bit of Sam Raimi's um, uh, Evil Dead Deadites. I'm going. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and and yeah, I I, I think more please. Um, <laughs> I remember ages ago that when they were talk- talking about the next Doctor Strange movie be- being a little bit more of a horror, and it's like, yeah. yes, go for it, go for it, yes, yes, because we're dealing with demons and shit, meh, meh. fucking rock on for that. And you got Sam Raimi as well, because mm-hmm. who who yeah. does fu- funny, funny horror shit, but Sam Raimi, so get a bit of Deadites in there as well. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I love it. Um, I love the occult, and yeah, what else? Yeah, I just love it. I just like <laughs> I, I, um going back to this. This is your fa- favorite episode. This is a a, a close tie with uh, the um, T'Challa episode yeah. as well. So that's fair. That's it's fair. Like that, what is still really yeah. good. I like I like how that one ends. I mean, I like this ending, but it did break me at the end. So <laughs> yeah, me too. It depends on yeah. the type of day if I like it. Or yeah, not. So, true. And funny enough, uh, I was actually thinking of a different way of ending it because I thought they were going to end it a different way, but they didn't. Which it definitely gave me a good surprise at the end yeah. of how bleak it was. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought like I literally thought the good side of him is gonna win, right? Like that's how this ends. I actually thought it was gonna you know. be a complete time loop. Oh, okay. Mm. Interesting. Where um it it he had to uh had to go further back and actually um say and had to save him from being a good person to Christine. It's like you have to be an asshole to Christine at the start at the start of the movie, and that would be the timeline that we actually see in in Doctor Strange. So this yeah. this is sort of like the the nest egg of uh, of the real timeline, but he has to go back and then and then destroy this this timeline just to make the real timeline work. That's what I, I was thinking it was going to be. Yeah. Okay. No, that's but cool. no, they ended up doing. <laughs> Doing what they yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not to not to stay depressing for a second, but like I actually did get a, a little emotional just watching him try and save her over and over again. Mm. Like that was that was brutal to watch. Like heart, just purely heartbreaking. Because um, it was literally just becoming clear very quickly that no matter what he did, she was gonna die. Regardless, and it was insane to me that he kept going, and that's kind of what you were saying earlier, Fulia, about how you know 
he was just torturing himself. Yeah. Like, and this this was a big part of, of that because he just, he, you know, I think part of the reason he kept doing it is because it's like, well, this is the only way she's alive now. If I go back and I do this and I'm with her, this is the only way I can be with her because I clearly can't do anything to change the fact that she's dead. Mm. But at least if I can relive her final moments with her, then I can keep her alive for me in some way, um, you know. So I think part of him would have been approaching it in that sense, maybe. Yeah. Just because, yeah, it was just like, yeah. It was just, it was hard to watch, but it, and it was, but it was really, like, it was really powerful. Um, and that, just that, ah, uh, just, yeah. Was, <laughs> I, can, I can probably add depressing. a cherry on top of that. Yeah. Where, um, you don't know how long he's been doing it. Yeah. It could be like centuries yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you don't yeah. Until the until the uh, grand old one going going, "What are you doing? Stop it." Cuz essentially he's going back in time where she's still alive. And even she twigs is like, "Something's going on here. What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. Did you did you guys think it was a bit convenient? That the Ancient One was able to appear and interfere? Or were you guys okay with it? A little bit of it being um, convenient. But you need a story. Mm. Like, I always see in in these, um, in, excuse me, in these uh, what-if storylines, there's always, there's always a convenience to them and... Yeah, like last one especially where there's like, oh, it's convenient then that Hank Pym knows how to destroy everyone in the Avengers. That's, that That's weird. Okay. I would know. I would find this more convenient than that. Hmm. But that's just How me. do you kill a god with an arrow? <laughs> okay, that's a bit convenient. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But he didn't even know. He didn't even, you know. I don't think he even meant to kill Thor. It was just, you know, I may as well while I'm here. Situation. You were going to Two recruit him. Two birds, one stone. You were stone. going to recruit him. How would you know? Yeah. <laughs> he could get. He, he could could get um, the the hammer and fuck off. Yeah. You did. You yeah. Did no, know. that's 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 fair. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Anyway. Like I don't, I don't blame him for the convenience. I mean, you know, it's it's for a younger audience. Probably not for this episode. I mean, I don't know who this is for. No, because it's pretty heavy material we're dealing with. So I don't know. I would be curious to see how younger people would react to this episode. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, gosh. But anyway, I don't even know where else to go from here. Um, I really, I don't know, I think maybe if we want to talk about the ending and just maybe the big, the final battle between the two Doctor Strangers, between between them and how that kind of played out, um, I thought that was just, that was where a lot of the animation really kind of uh, showed off for me. Um, it was most impressive and just... Yeah, visually cool the way that they were, you know, the 
the two versions of himself were using the you know his magic and his spells to just you know defend and attack and all of this stuff and and then the two capes started fighting each other which is also really <laughs> cool uh so yeah it was just it was really 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 great stuff folia did you enjoy um the way the episode kind of climaxed with this big fight between them yeah, it was actually really cool. Um, the animation style of it was really awesome as well. And um, yeah, the, the, it was it was kind of funny that the, the capes got in, you know, sort of intertwined into each other and started having hashing it out with with each other as well. So yeah, that was that was also a little bit of um, entertainment there. Um, but I I I am kind of just very sad at how it ended. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, before we get to that very end point, mm. Michael. Michael, did you like the 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 two Doctor Strangers in their in their final fight? Hmm. It's a good precursor for the Secret Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Can't wait for that. Oh. I like it. Hmm. And the choreograph is just beautiful. <laughs> I'm really enjoying. I mean, yeah, I'm just really enjoying this animation. I'm sort of getting. Uh, I'm sort of digging it. Yeah, it's growing on me a bit too. Also, I got to say that I think that they nailed Cumberbatch's likeness pretty nicely. I think with the way Stephen Strange was animated, like his face. Because, like, all the other actors have kind of not looked like themselves or, like, their characters. Like, they haven't looked like their live-action versions, if that makes sense. But this, for me, this was the first time I've gone, all right, that looks like Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> um, which I thought was cool. So before we finish up our discussion, we just have to talk about that ending, that final scene uh, of this episode, which was the darkest moment in the entire thing. Um, but it was brilliant I think nonetheless um mostly for the fact that I I just loved the fact that the watcher actually came into the story um that he actually like interfered without interfering per se like I like that little moment of it earlier on when you know he was narrating to us but then Doctor Strange could sense him and then here he like saw him and directly called out to him and then he was like no I'm not helping I can't interfere you were warned blah 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 like I just thought that was that was epic um and then of course just the way that yeah it was just heartbreaking to see Christine just disappear make gave me some infinity war vibes going on um and just the reaction she had of course to seeing him all twisted and messed up from all the different creatures he absorbed it was yeah it was brilliant but it was yeah it was brutal and just him being the only person left and that's that um folia what did you what did you think what did you take away from it oh man that was just i don't know uh it was kind of hard hard to to sort of comprehend a little bit but yeah i I don't know. I just I was sad at the way that it just that 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 it ended, uh, like that. Um, yeah, I like I've, I can't really think of the words 
on how to describe the, my feelings about that scene. Uh, it, it was, um, yeah, not it was unexpected, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a good, good subversion of expectation, I suppose, mm. to, for them to just go straight for the oh yeah, we're gonna end this the worst possible way. Yeah, to really just drive home the point of like, don't fuck with the timeline, mm. don't fuck with, you know, absolute points in time and not to be messed with, you know. Yeah, yeah, Mike, what 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 were your thoughts on this whole sequence? The way the way it really ended uh i think it's pretty good cool that um even the watcher has a, a, a part to play not just being the narrator for these um unconnected uh stories which begs the question because th- there has been a couple of um uh pictures released of Maybe they're all connected somehow, yeah. and of of course the watcher being the the linchpin into it. Uh, how how far does it go? So who knows what will happen after this? I mean, will the watcher have a bit more a uh, bit more of a part to play? Who who knows? And I'm all I'm all <laughs> eager to see that because we're all dealing with um some time travel stuff, and yeah. Mm. Loving that, and we still got the still got the um zombie zombie one to, to yeah. go through. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting, isn't it? Mm. Mm. And Hank and um and of course Ant Man in a jar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, Ant Man Ant Man in a jar is coming. Yes. Mm. Well, I suppose that probably wraps it up then. Mm-hmm. Nice, mm. nice, nicely, nicely. Yes, yeah. Very, very good episode. Very strong episode. Um, yeah, dark as hell, but we, I think we all really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, hoping, hoping to see how if, if you know, as you say, Mike. I think yeah, they are all going to be connected at some point. If, if this version of Doctor Strange will figure out a way to escape his crystalline prison um, that he got himself into. So, yeah. We'll find out. We'll find out. All right. That's it. So let's wrap up the show. I'm going to plug my thing as I like to do. Uh, Non-scripted ramblings. My uh, weekly videos on What If are coming out. Um, So I have one up for Doctor Strange. This episode we just discussed. If you want to hear some more things that I had to say about it. Um, that I didn't say on this podcast, head on over to YouTube and check that out. Fulia, what you got? So the monthly dropped last week. Yeah. Go and check it out. We decided to recommend movies to each other and it was lots of fun. Um, It was lots of fun. Lots and lots of fun. So please go check it out. And thank you, Christina, for your lovely comments. (laughs) Really yes, it was really it. nice. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Any and all feedback is welcome. Yes, yes, yes. You, everybody, is welcome to leave us any kind of review on the Apple Podcasts and, of course, on uh, Spotify. Let us know how and we're doing. S- yeah, please do. <laughs> Give us a rate and review. Yeah. Spread the word. Spread the Fred. <laughs> Spread the Fred. All right, that that'll do it for this week. Mm-hmm. 
Ladies and gentlemen, one, two, three, and, and that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantanamaju. And I'm the doctor that helps people with their time travel. No, I'm not Doctor Who, I'm Doctor Strange. Or am I both? Ooh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey bullshit. Michael was back. And, and you just experienced a podcast, a podcast called Fred. Fred. Thanks for listening. Remember to eat beef. Remember to eat beef. Remember, Remember Freddy lives, Loki dies in every timeline, and Doctor no. Strange is sorry. Oh, so sorry. So sorry. Oh, so sorry. Take care of your mental health, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, what a good mental health check. Good mental health check reminder. Are you okay? Are you okay today? Are you okay today? Yes. Don't do do anything reckless now. Don't do drugs. You could could end the universe. (laughs) Don't do drugs. Become a rock star and you can get them for free. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.